Broads, this episode is brought to you by First Leaf Wine Club. There is nothing better than getting wine delivered to your doorstep, especially when it's wine you know you're going to love because it was picked out just for you based on your specific palate. I mean, who wouldn't want that? If you want in, you've got to check out First Leaf. First Leaf Wine Club hand selects bottles for you each month based on feedback from your previous orders and your algorithm. The more wine you rate, the more personalized your shipment becomes. Celebrate your special firsts and the moments that count with First Leaf, the wine club designed to help you discover new wines you'll love personalized to your taste and delivered to your door. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Wow. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty for six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Here's a toast to firsts. May you enjoy them with the people you love from the first sip to the last. Tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. And <laughs> and begin. Good morning, Broads family. Good morning from the grave, Broads. From the absolute grave. That's my Ty Pennington on Death's Door impression. Good morning, Broads family. <laughs> Becca, speaking of Ty Pennington, as if the past week and a half haven't been hell enough, Ty Pennington officially got married wow. as of yesterday and all the Broads were tagging me in it. And I'm like, this really is a nail in the coffin that has been the past week and a half. Good How Lord. dare he do that? At this time? <laughs> That's just rude. Oh, my God, Becca. Okay, Broads, <coughs> you're just going to have to be real patient with us today because this might be a little bit of a shit show. Um, we are coming via Zoom. We're via Zoom. I <coughs> still have a herpangina. Okay, Let's would just, you like I'll to give a little brief about this. Everyone, what happened? Bro, so I wake up last Monday morning. We're recording this on Monday. Uh, what's today? I don't even know. 29th? 29th, I think, okay. yeah. So I wake up last Monday and I'm like, God, my gums are like really swollen and painful. Like they hurt when I brush my teeth. It like hurt to bite into a banana. I was like, what the hell is going on? And people are like, could be an abscess, you know, because I had this weird little also like this little like cyst on my cheek. That's yeah. I don't know if this has any correlation. So I might have to like go to the dermatologist or something about this. Bro, don't could, make it something else. It's like it's a whole new thing. I don't even. Oh, my God. Right. So I'm like, put it off as long as possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm just scared. <laughs> Out of nowhere, it's going to start growing. And I'm just going to have like a huge cyst like hanging off of like the side of my face. I just would prefer not to deal with that. So then I go to the dentist and then they're like, oh, it's probably an infected salivary gland. Take these antibiotics. Then that night, I just descend into like zero appetite, full-blown fever. I just feel myself 
starting to feel real weird. And we're supposed to leave for Fort Wayne, Indiana the next morning. And I was like, Gray, I don't know. Like something's going on. Like yeah. we all, we took a bunch of COVID tests and stuff. I was just like, I don't know what's happening at this point. I'm like, oh, it just must be a real gnarly infected salivary gland but it'll probably get better in the morning right yeah and i woke up in the morning and i was like but you also like don't want to go on a plane and then like no. my brain always thinks explosion so i'm always like whether it be tooth you know a, a swollen sinus infection like everything's gonna it's a burst in- yeah. it's like a salivary gland just explodes yeah, yeah no and people were saying also like because i was also feeling like just like a lot of pressure in my head so i was like Maybe it's a sinus infection because sinus infections can also cause like swollen gums. So I'm like trying to piece all this together. Uh-huh. And uh, and so I was just like, I can't go. But I'm still thinking like I'll just like the flights are actually kind of cheap for like two days out. So I was like, I'll fly on on Thanksgiving or something yeah. and just spend the last two days with you guys or something, you know. So I stay back and basically just it just I just descend further and further and it was like Tuesday or Wednesday I think where I was like looking then my then my gums were so swollen that like I had zero appetite like couldn't eat anything and then I look at my mouth and there's like blisters forming and I'm like wait a second so I'm googling googling symptoms and I'm like oh seems like hand foot mouth go to the urgent care on Wednesday the lady at the front was like I've never heard of that before and I'm like and Bitch, like, why am I here then? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I, I told you hand, foot, and mouth is the illness that I have somehow stumbled upon in my years of parenting five million times and every time felt real fear being like, <laughs> oh, Ember has this and <laughs> she never had it. And oh. so then when you were like, I have hand, foot, and mouth, I'm like, this cannot be for real right now. You know, and it's so funny because everyone's like, go to the doctor instead of consulting Google. But then you go to the doctor. I can't count how many times this has happened, Jess. You go to the doctor. I'm telling them my symptoms. And you know what he's doing on his iPad? Googling, Googling it. <laughs> he's Googling. <laughs> he's doing WebMD. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel reassured right now when I'm telling the doctor, well, like, <laughs> actually, actually, this this symptom lines up with this. And he's like, oh, interesting. Oh, yep. Google says so. I mean, there's no way no one could know thousands of diseases like all of at once, not. obviously. But I'm still like, bruh, I thought that it was that. It was that. I just wasted two hours of my life on a Wednesday shivering in my feverish delusions <laughs> in an urgent care office. And then he told me, well, he, and he's just like, well, it's not strep. Like, it's not this. It's It's probably that. And then, of course, since it's a virus. They're like, so you just got to wait it out. Wait it out, baby. Wait so, it out. But it's actually, so <clears throat> if you guys want to hear a real doctor <laughs> tell you about this, <laughs> it's the Coxsackie virus. And then there are different subsets of the Coxsackie virus. So hand, foot, mouth is one of the subsets. I have a really special cool one called herpangina. <laughs> Which is herpes vagina. Why did they name it that? Herpangina, also cockasacky? Another <laughs> cock and sack? Like, gross, dude. Cocksacky! <laughs> and herpangina, like, what are these 11 year old boys naming these? 
They really like, giggling, immature, I'm like white male doctors were like, <laughs> I'm like, this is my life. This isn't a joke. Okay. I have herpangina. <sighs> so herpangina basically is just sores on the mouth. But the really crazy thing about it is it's not just like this. Oh, bro. You can't like my gums still oh. look at them. Oh, Becca. they hurt I mean, on, so on bad. On your lip, too. like I mean. Oh yeah, this this baby split open last night. Oh my. God. So I was trying. You to- sent me photo like broads. Becca sent me like an inside of the mouth photo, and it looks so painful. It's like is okay. Honestly, when you're just kind of like resting around, it's like whatever. Now I tried to brush my teeth last night. <laughs> because i tried i tried and and this is gonna people are gonna be like oh my god ew but like i tried a few days ago i'm not i'm not joking tears and i talked to one of my friends had gotten it too and she's like no i didn't brush my teeth like you just got to swish with like salt water and oil of oregano it's like like, listen it's like they were it was it was they were telling me after i got this these extractions oh we're gonna we're gonna hear about that but they they were like well brush after like a day or two and i'm like you mean my bubbling open wound that goes to my brain I'm supposed to brush that gently? No, of course I haven't brushed my hole. Are you kidding no. me? No. I'm horrified. That's what the dentist is for. When I go to the dentist, they can numb me and then brush my hole. <coughs> no. Oh, God, no, no. And salt, especially in salt water, is probably just better with that kind of thing anyway. Yeah, I have like a special mouthwash that, you know, it's full of steroids. Like, so it's like, okay, like I'll just use that and just pray for the best. No, so last night I was just trying to brush each individual tooth with like a tiny children's <laughs> toothbrush, dipping it in warm salt water and just trying to like, as if I'm like, as if I'm like brushing like baby rat teeth or something. Oh, like, like, just, like a Polly Pocket toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> just trying. And then the other thing is you just have my, I, I had posted the other day on like Friday or something that my fever had broke. It was consistent for four days straight yeah. not stopping which i just let it burn because i was like burn off that virus let it burn <laughs> um, burn all night <laughs> <laughs> that thing bring me out dog out in the middle of the night can't you get anything right so anyway then um that but that was not true my fever was i was still getting a fever until literally last night was i was my fever is like gone now after a, almost an entire week Okay, bro, it's interrupting. We have to interrupt our horror stories from this past week um, to talk to you about something very special. Um, There are about, um, I don't know, a million or so things that can sneak up on you and totally ruin whatever you had planned for this week. Uh Uh-huh. Unfortunately for all of us, life just doesn't stop because plans shift and change. For example, this week, the last thing Becca and I wanted to do is try to figure out what to eat, okay? <laughs> when I'm not feeling well, it's just not, I just don't want to think about that, let alone try to cook anything. Daily harvest. Daily harvest really came in handy for both of us this week. Oh my gosh, it, it sure did. That People thought I was doing it out on my Instagram, but I was like, no, I would not have survived without daily harvest this week. I was posting about it. Basically all I could drink were the smoothies. And with Ruth, I've been giving her their healthy scoops. It's like a plant-based ice cream. And she's loving that, obviously. It's one of the only things she's able to eat right now. Anyway, with Daily Harvest, you can eat healthy, nutritious meals and snacks with almost zero prep work. So no matter what life throws at you, (laughs) you'll always be prepared. 
Uh, you can make the smoothies in less than two minutes. They're packed with healthy nutrients. It's exactly what my body needed. And of course, they're really freaking delicious. I love the cacao mint flavor. I always order the most amount of that flavor when I order the smoothies. Tastes exactly like mint chip ice cream. Love it. Okay, yes, the smoothies are next level. But since it is technically fall, I've also been eating so many of their hearty soups, which make the best quick lunch or dinner. Uh, They even have harvest bowls, flatbreads, oat bowls, and plant-based scoops. So no matter what you're craving, Daily Harvest has you covered. Just keep everything in your freezer until you're ready to eat. And in just minutes, you'll have a fresh, healthy, hearty meal ready to devour oh so delicious too enjoy this time of year even more like we do with daily harvest go to dailyharvest.com chatty to get up to 40 dollars off your first box that's dailyharvest.com chatty for up to 40 dollars off your first box dailyharvest.com chatty So if you're starting to think about what your next year might look like, well, props to you for being ahead of the game. But seriously, maybe your future has kids in it, or maybe you know for sure it doesn't, or maybe you have no freaking idea and that is just fine. No matter what your future might look like, there's one thing for sure, and that's that having insight into your reproductive health can help you make the best decision when it comes to your family planning future. And thanks to Modern Fertility, it's now easier than ever. So Modern Fertility is a really easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with just the prick of a finger. Once you're done, mail back the test with the prepaid label, Within 10 days, you'll have your personalized results that will go into everything you've ever wanted to and anything you ever will need to know about your reproductive health. Things like how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and other important fertility factors. And like I've said before, I have a couple of different friends who have used Modern Fertility and they got back certain results and then they were able to follow up um, with their doctors and make some really important decisions for the future of their, of their reproductive future. After you get your results, you even have the option to talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse uh, if you want to review your options and next steps and broads. These same tests at a doctor's office would normally cost you hundreds or even thousands of dollars plus a uh, a ton of time with Modern Fertility. You'll only pay $159 and the test is done from your own home in just minutes. It could not be easier. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. So that means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundreds or even a thousand or more dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. So Do you feel better? or Today? Are you like- I feel okay. better. I have so the light is like, starting to like just crack through a no. tiny bit. Like I looked in the mirror this morning and I was like, there is light in my eyes. <laughs> I am back. You're like, I'm on the other side. She's she's back. But yeah. the other crazy thing is <laughs> the other crazy thing is like, it's not just like, I mean, it's hard to eat, but you also have at least my symptom. And it's a it's one of the symptoms when you look it up. You have like zero appetite. And yeah. so you like, look normally, a little gaunt. You look a little look, <laughs> you, you look a little a little oh gaunt. Frail. You're you're very much like serving me like nineteen forties like dust bowl energy. I'm sorry. That picture of the woman with her children, it's like the na- <laughs> National Geographic one where she's like 
Yeah, um, there's dust everywhere. <laughs> but like, there's zero appetite, and um, like normally, you know, I would just be drinking smoothies and like drinking broth and all that kind of stuff. But um, it's so weird. Like, I'll have it's. Pro- I think today will be different. But like, I will. I ordered pho one night, and I took like two sips of it, and I was like, mm, nope, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Or like, would have an ounce of a smoothie, literally, and would be like. No, I oh can't do any more of that. So it's so weird. I've eaten so little in the past week. So that's just another interesting factor where like Gray and the kids were going to stay at his parents until Sunday midday because they flew into L.A. Saturday yeah. night. And then they flew into the L.A. airport and he called me. I hadn't cried all week. I was like really Aww. like keeping it together, keeping a positive attitude. I can't believe like, you hadn't cried all week. I would have been bawling my like I just would have been sobbing in bed the entire time. I did have a lot of like uh, ang- like anxiety attacks I was fighting off, oh, which I'm going to so get into sorry. all this. And also I we're going to have a whole moment to hear about your week. I cannot wait to hear about it. Listen, we both had mouth issues. <laughs> so, but when he called and said they landed at LAX, I was like, I lost it. And I was like, can you guys, no, I didn't lose it. I was like, can you guys just come home tonight? Like, please, can you just come home? And he was like, well, I don't know. Like, maybe we don't want the kids to get it. Maybe we should come home tomorrow afternoon. And I was like, what is the science? What is the science behind 18 hours? Tell me. How's 18 hours going to protect them? Tell me. I shed the virus for weeks. And I was literally like screaming, crying. Like I was on Real Housewives or something. I was just like, tell me the science. There's no logic behind what you want to do. There's no logic. Bring me my babies. Bring them to me. Bring them. Like just sobbing. Just being absolutely fucking crazy. Dude, no. When you're fevered and you're in pain and you've been alone it's like give me the people i love immediately <laughs> well that was the moment where i was like okay honey you're like you haven't eaten in like six days and you're kind of starting to lose it a little bit and also just what was so fucking funny is like my first um film choices uh like the first film choice I made on like when uh, I think like on Thanksgiving and I was like, mm, gonna watch something uplifting, gonna watch Into the Wild about a man who goes Bro, into the wild and slowly starves to death. I feel you're so- watching scenes from a marriage <laughs> and you're like sending me, you're like, you need to watch this now. And I'm like, Becca, I am deep in uh, pain meds and pain and I don't know why you want to watch this. When I'm suffering, I want to watch other people suffering. Okay, I get that. I get that. It's like a, you know, breakup song. When I'm going through breakup, I want to listen to everyone else's breakup song and I want to listen to the saddest plunge into the depths. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch someone starve to death. And then I watched the reality TV series alone where people are also in the wilderness starving. That was incredible. (laughs) I love that show. (laughs) So, But yeah, anyway, so it was, uh, but yeah, a lot of weird like, like anxiety attacks the first few days in like the middle well one fevers because I get the weird fever dreams and so I was kind of delusional and then just kind of like freaking out and the fever dreams are so scary (laughs) remind me to tell you at some point in this conversation about my fever dream that I had involving Tyler Cameron in a three-way in my family okay it was the worst (laughs) it really was when I felt like everything really ended for me in the week Oh my God. I blame his, the, the underwear photos, but go ahead. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny too. Cause a lot of people were like, 
um, you know, maybe you needed to get sick to like slow down and like whatever. And like, maybe you're like, you know, you were, you were too busy and things weren't working for you. And it was interesting, actually. I was like, no, if anything, getting sick this past week showed me that like my routine and my daily rhythms work for me. That's and when, good. I, when I don't have them around, like when <laughs> I am, I am, I was losing my mind. It was. And then also people are trying to tell me in my DMs, of course, with the best intentions, you know, make the most of it, girl, light some candles, take a bath. I'm like, I am shivering with 102 degree fever and can't get out of bed with weakness. I'm not fucking enjoying anything. No, that's the thing. God bless the people. And it's always with best intention. It's one thing when you're like, okay, like I would understand that when I was thinking about um, all the people who then have with COVID have to quarantine uh, quarantine. And the people like um, in that situation, maybe the people who are like asymptomatic, right? Who they yeah. feel totally fine, but They're then it's alone. a nightmare because you're alone and you're just all by yourself. And in that case, it's like, okay, take advantage, like bath, try to do some self care, oh, yeah. take time for yourself because you feel okay, but you're alone and that sucks. But when you have, when let's just say you had symptoms of COVID and you're totally yeah. sick or you're, you're like, you have your situation, your you're like, I feel horrible. I'm literally just like, I'm getting to the end of each minute and just waiting <laughs> for the sun to set so that I can go to bed and be like, all right, it's nighttime now. Now I can sleep even though I've been sleeping all day. Yes. And hopefully when the sun arises in the morning, I'll feel a little better. Like that's, that's what that feels like. Literally, if I was just alone for the week and I didn't feel like utter dog shit, I would be reorganizing all my linen cabinets i would be you know having seances i i don't (laughs) you know i'd be doing a lot of shit i would be really enjoying myself but um not so much when you feel like you're (laughs) on death door like not so much when you feel like you're holding the hand of the grim reaper himself (laughs) satan is just hovering over me waiting you know like a vulture for (laughs) me to for my soul to pass on you're just Googling near-death experiences because you're like, I'm in one right now, baby. Is anyone else feeling this? Final moments. Okay, let's hear about y- you. Honey, Well, what on... How do we have I, mouth... I don't, I don't understand what... I'm like, did we upset someone? I'm like, did we say too much? I thought we said nice things about Pilot Pete. Did we say too much? And did Sweetums like, put a curse upon far. us? Like, who... Whomst has put a curse on our mouths because the fact that we are podcasters and we both have a curse upon our mouths we both said some shit take that as a warning from the lord we better we better keep our talk right we better not be speaking poison or that poison's gonna come back to our mouths no more potty words come out of this (laughs) mouth no more gossip only just uplifting light and love (laughs) because our mouths have been traumatized okay so my situation was just so first of all it was idiotic well mm, i thought i was doing it was good i needed to get my dental work done right it's like, I need to get it done. We all know I'm horrified of the dentist. And I had this this moment where, like, my tooth was kind of starting to bug me a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a big girl. Go take and I'm just going to crush it. I have, I'm busy, but I have, like, these pockets. And I'm just going to, like, take care of it all. And we're going to be you. good. And I was like, yes. And so I went there one time. I got a little bit of stuff done that I needed to. 
and it was okay and I was scared but I did it and I was like okay and then they're like okay come back in a couple days and then we're gonna you know work on this tooth this root canal da 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 I was like easy peasy I, I got it I got it I got it well I got into the dentist and they're like it's a long story but basically one of my my teeth that had had a crown on it that had gotten a root canal and a crown on it had chipped and broken and I didn't realize that it had broken and because it was in a spot where I couldn't really feel it and the damage over time that it had done my tooth was like dead (gasps) and I had no idea because I had gotten a root canal and a crown on it oh my god so and then it had and then it had messed with the tooth next to it. It had like started to crack that one. It's d- a pure, pure le disaster in my oh mouth. Oh my god! And so they're like, "Hey, we know that this was the plan, but you need to get your tooth taken out. Like you have to get it your molar extracted, and then we might have to work on the one right next to it. But you have to get your tooth taken out, and then we'll put a fake tooth in. We'll do an implant, but like you got to get it out now." Oh, and I'm no. like. And I'm like, fuck, okay. And so I'm like, is this going to really hurt? And they're like, no, tooth teeth extraction. They're like, it's not a huge deal. It'll take 20 minutes and you'll be a little sore and puffy, but it actually is less uncomfortable than a root canal. Like, it's just, you feel pressure. Yeah. The pressure is fucking weird. The pressure is but- weird. They're like, the sound, it sounds cracking. Like, it's not a nice sound, but like, you're going to be okay. And I'm like, all right, sweet. I'll do it. I've had to get two teeth pulled. I did not like that. It's not a fun feeling, right? Well, mine ended up being, you know, it's a bad sign when halfway through, it's supposed to take 20 minutes-ish, right? Oh my God. Halfway through a two and a half hour experience. Oh my God, Jess. The oral surgeon had to take a break and she was like, I need a massage, massage after this. And at the end of the at the end of the process she literally was like you've made me never want to do a tooth extraction ever again because what had happened was the tooth as soon as they started to work on it basically like crumbled apart but it was all still attached in my jaw so they were having to take sliver by sliver out (sighs) and i'm fully awake right i have no (gasps) nitrous i just have like the local and they were having to put so much um because it was taking so long they were just having to continue to inject and it got so bad that they had to then um cut open other sides of my my mouth around my other teeth to get to pull through i mean it was what in god's (laughs) name so i have stitches all on right now like on the sides of my mouth and then and then they had to do bone graft with my jawbone. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was like there. And I'm watching they have t- I asked they're like what do you want to put on and I just clicked the new Tiger King. And so I'm like in this state there's Tiger King above me and it's been like hours and I just have tears streaming down my face and I just see Joe Exotic and I'm like uh <laughs> just like it stop. <laughs> And so, and so it I was, just picture them like playing operation in your gums. Oh, it, it felt, it felt like that. And it was a little bit, and she kind of had to tell me that too. Oh. She was a little bit like, I have to be real with you. Like, we're just trying to figure this out right now. Like she was taking breaks and she's kind of like, we got to figure this out. And I did feel good at one point at the very end, one of the, the, uh, 
dental hygienist came in and she's like, I just want to congratulate you. She's like, I think most people would have left like halfway through and been like, I need to come back and have a break. She's like, because that was terrible. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes me feel good that at least I did it. Even There's though I was, no way I would take a fucking break that's, halfway well, that's through. That's my thing. I'm like my tooth half out. <laughs> but it was like, you know, when you're, oh my God, you know, when you're so scared and you're shaking, it yeah. was like, the first hour I was good I was like okay this is terrible and I hate this but like I'm okay and then the second hour I was like I started to shake because I was like when is this gonna end will this ever end it's never gonna end and will I have to come back and do another two hours of it right I was like this is insane and then it's like then the numbing stuff would wear off and then I could feel it and it was just like and it was so oh my gosh it was so bad and like again it's already my like biggest phobia so I was just like this is the worst why couldn't they just like give you laughing gas and just like put you out. I or, think or they. Like, I think they would have if they knew what was going to happen. And then once it had started, it was a little bit like we're just doubling down and we're doing it. In retrospect, I wish I would have been like, "Stop! I need you guys to give me an nitrous. Like, I, I, I can't keep doing this." But in oh my god! But I, I just kept telling myself it'll be over in two minutes because I can't see what's going on. So I'm like, "There's no way." Yeah, you don't know. I, it'll be over in two minutes. It'll be know. over in two minutes. Oh just buckle god. down. Oh my god. So they were like, you had a lot of trauma in your mouth. They're like, you got stitches and everywhere. Like, and in my mind and heart forever now. <laughs> I was like, I called my mom and Evan afterwards. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, no, it was the worst thing. And I was just like, sh- so shaken up. And, um, but they told me they're like, you have a lot of mouth trauma and it's going to be a pretty rough recovery because you've got stitches everywhere. We had to really work on it. Like, and then you have the bone graph and like all that stuff. And I was like, dude, I scheduled this the day before Ember starts Thanksgiving break and it's like her birthday. And I'm like, this was so dumb. Like, and and then of course what happens is it's so painful afterwards. And they like, at first they just gave me like basic, you know, pain meds. But then what happened was, which I knew was going to happen, and they thought it was going to happen too because I had had so much mouth trauma. They're like, you're probably going to get an infection. You're probably going to get dry socket. Like, it's just, your mouth's a wreck. And so I got, like, every infection, I got dry socket. And so I was just... Did you, did you ever get... I'm sorry, I have to ask. Did no, you ever no. get that thing with dry socket where you, like, where, like, a you would taste it like a random like like randomly did that ever happen i'm tasting it right as we speak like it's i'm still like so i was like when i hopped on the zoom i'm like it might be a shit show because i'm still on certain pain medicines i've i've the past two days i've been feeling so much better but i'm still but it was because it was like the pain was such a high level that i'm like now i'm i'm a i'm uncomfortable but i'm like i could go like like, let's let's go on a road trip let's go explore some let's go let's go cave diving because i'm like in comparison i'm like i feel amazing but i i was like i have i have a high pain tolerance and it was it was next level like i was just like dude i I'm like I need to die like it was like like three days in I was like I can't do this anymore like lord take me away because I was just so uncomfortable it It needs to end and then it was just going to finding a new dentist every day because all the different dentists were closed because it was Thanksgiving week so they all have these weird schedules and I'm like I'm like is there no there's like no ER for dental emergencies which is crazy yeah right i'm like i need someone to help 
with my tooth. It's like radically infected and I need someone to look at it. All of a sudden, like every day, something new would fall out of my of my jawbone. And I'm like, what just fell out? And now something new hurts. Like, oh, my God. Like, like a stitch broke and all of a sudden a flap of skin from the side oh. of my mouth. So I'm like, someone needs oh. to fix it. It was just something different every day. So foul. And then it's like, Ember, it's her birthday. And so I'm like trying to like, I. it, it was just, I don't even I know. know. You guys went out, didn't you? I seen this. Oh. I'm so dumb. But I was just like, I have to do it. The day after I got it done, we went to like a Benihana style restaurant for her birthday. And I'm like swollen and I can't speak because I'm everything stitched. And so I'm just like, I just like, hey, everybody, I can't talk right now. But I'm like, you guys all talk. Happy birthday, Amber. <laughs> like, I just like sat there. And I feel like my heart in my tooth. Just like just clapping like, for the oh, flaming onion yeah. rings. <laughs> and my pain meds, I'm just like seeing things because I got on some seriously heavy pain meds. And so that was in the other thing is that the pain, I'm a baby, I guess, when it comes to these pain meds, this, this level of pain med made me so sick. No, when you're on so, any kind of like, yeah, when you're on those, especially you're, you can't, could you eat anything really? Well, see, you didn't eat. I was living my opposite truth the past week and a half because, because I felt nauseous constantly, but I can't eat anything hard, right? So I'm just like mashed potatoes, I, like yeah. I would ice cream, everything soft. I was yeah. just chugging, to tr even though I didn't feel hungry because I'm like, make the nausea go away. Yeah. So yeah. I was just eating nonstop. Yeah. But then, but so the nausea was so bad. Um, so then they put me on like anti-nausea medication. Oh and then, my. But then the antibiotics that they put me on. <laughs> yesterday I woke up and I was like UTI and yeast infection. <laughs> so now I'm going to the doctor. Because like I got to get meds for that. So I'm just like my body is broken down. Um, but yeah, so I, there was just, it was just everything it was, but you know what you and I were texting each other, just like dying laughing because I feel like there's this point where like you get so uncomfortable. It's like the only thing you can do is just laugh and just yeah, like, it's just like a is, joke. It's just funny. At this point it was like, oh, am I in 10 out of 10 level pain? You want to go to the doctors and they're like, how high are you? I'm, I have like, I have that, I don't know what you would call it, imposter syndrome where oh, yeah, like yeah, even yeah. if I'm in pain, I'm like, I don't know, a two maybe. <laughs> and they like send me home. <laughs> but I'm like, I would have been like, I'm a 10 bitch. Like I'm 10 out of 10. And then you're like, you're feeling 10 out of 10 pain. And then all of a sudden you're like, all of a sudden now I feel like I'm, I, I'm so ill. I feel like I need to throw up. I'm like, did I just have too much pain medicine? Do I need to go to the to the emergency room and get my stomach pumped? Is this oh dangerous? My God. And then you're just like, I have to. And then you're like a UTI. Now I'm itchy with yeast infection. You're like, I just have to laugh. Like it's just a joke. You're like, oh, I thought I had a root canal. I thought I had an abscess. All of a sudden, it's Thanksgiving week, and I'm fevered up the wazoo. And oh my God, now they're sores. I have a child's disease riddled <laughs> in my tonsils. You're just like, and then the fact that we both have mouth issues, 
No, and I exactly. It's like now I have like a cough and I'm getting like a nasal oh, no. drip thing and I'm like, "Where <laughs> what the hell is this?" It's like you might also now have a sinus infection or something. Like, "What the hell is this? This is ridiculous." And then our nanny is out now for the week cuz she got sick and then like Ruth is sick and then like Gray's like, I feel something coming and I'm like, oh my God, bro. Dude, I cannot even. <sighs> yeah, you texted me so, and you're like. There are worse things, but you know, it's just like. You know what? There are plenty of worse things in this world and we are just experiencing a mild portion. But the fact of the matter is, is that it was rough and we're you still know, we're still going through it. So the point, the point being is broads, right now we're doing Zoom. <laughs> we're going to keep. We're going to keep podcasting, but thank you for your patience with us a little bit last week. And it might have to continue because we oh, yeah. are. Oh, yeah. We are a mess. Yeah. <laughs> We're just yeah. trying to put our lives together. How many like sponsors and advertisers are like, where's the content this week? And I'm like, <laughs> I've been in a hole and I have not even looked at any sort of email Fuck or all of you. anything. Like, Can what? you believe like I just kept thinking, I'm like, oh, my God. Like the way people don't have it, we're so lucky to have like non-traditional jobs. The way people have oh. to go to their nine to fives. I'm like, oh, so I would have to actually, thankfully. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so I'd have to go to work like this. Cool. Oh, and like put on like a, like a, prof- a professional outfit. Bro, like I'm do makeup. so used to that now making our own schedule. And like you, like, you know, there's that tendency to where you're like, you know, I know I'm like, I can complain sometimes because you feel like. Oh, it's it's there's always work like, you know, seven yeah, yeah, days yeah, a yeah. week type work. But at the end of the day, I'm like, no, when there's an emergency situation like oh, this, yeah. I have the ability to be like, everything's off. We're canceling everything. Oh, yeah. Or like it sucked to be alone. But then I was also like, oh, yeah. What if I had like three little kids or something and I was like that sick and having to take oh. care of them at the same time? And what if they were sick at the same time? You know, it's like and then oh. you're like and then you're like, all right, I am. Um, Oh, you're like, I'm good. I had Evan this <laughs> week, you know, he was, he was not there the first couple days because he had work when it all first hit with Ember. And I was like, this is a nightmare. But then he showed up and I, he then took, took Ember and I was just able to roll around in the bed for like a few days. <laughs> just writhing, thrashing <laughs> in pain. His pain. And I was thinking about that too. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that like, you know, in this situation, I'm like, okay, I have a partner who's oh, able yeah. to like help me out who also has a schedule who though he can be super busy like it's not the traditional thing so it's like hey i need you to leave the studio early because i'm dying oh, you yeah. need to come hang out with ember oh yeah because you know she doesn't understand what's happening <laughs> right now in mommy's mouth <laughs> And what, that she I doesn't know the suffering. She doesn't understand that I can't talk to her. Oh. It's like as soon as I say, hey, Ember, like when my mouth was like basically stitched shut for the first few days, I'd be like, Ember, I, I can't talk to you right now. And when the more I talk, the more the stitches open and I'm bleeding. And oh. so, but the when I say that to sweet Ember, the more, of course, she wants to talk and ask me questions. <laughs> She's like, let me know what's going on up in there. Yeah, and I'm like, she can't quite read yet, so I can't do, like, the trumpet of the swan situation <laughs> where I have, like, a little sign on my neck. You're just drawing. You're like, this is what my pain feels like. Just, like, jagged, red, abstract <laughs> art. <laughs> I'm rude. 
I don't know what's happening <laughs> over there. Um, it's but just, all. <laughs> we're just functioning broads. We're doing it out here. In other news this week, there was yes. some Bachelor news oh. that popped up. Okay, broads, one more interruption, an important one at that. I am going to go ahead and expose myself here because, you know, we're all friends. Uh, I am so guilty of taking hundreds and hundreds of pictures of my daughter, Ember, because, you know, when it's your own child, everything they do is picture worthy and wonderful. Uh, But then they just sit on my phone. I always say I'm going to finally sit down and try to get some printed to frame, but then I just don't do it. I'll be honest with you all, okay? Just seems like a lot of work. But life hack, it's not. If you use FrameBridge, they handle it all for you. That is right. All you have to do is pick the photos you like best, and that's it. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to custom frame everything that matters without ever leaving the house. You guys know I love FrameBridge. From art prints and posters to the photos sitting on your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything And here's how it works. Go to framebridge.com, upload the photos you want printed. You'll be able to review them online in tons of different frame styles or gallery wall layouts, which I've talked about, are my favorite. They have so many cool contemporary options that I never would have thought of. Uh, So honestly, if you struggle with design, the team at Framebridge is about to be your new best friend. And honestly, even if you don't struggle with design, even if you just like want some helpful creative input, Framebridge is the place. Let me tell you, Uh, they help you with everything if you're feeling stuck and once you've decided on your frame styles framebridge will custom frame your items and deliver your pieces right to your door ready to hang um i'll just say this if your parents are difficult to shop for for the holidays framed family photos they never miss ever thank you framebridge get started today frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift and you just have to do that by going to framebridge dot com and use promo code chatty broads to save an additional 15% off your order so just go to framebridge.com promo code chatty broads framebridge.com promo code chatty broads okay so i am very excited because one of my christmas gifts to myself this year is giving my home office slash closet a little bit of a facelift if you will after spending a whole lot of time there for the last two years that's my little private space my little secret hideout, um, I would say it's long overdue. I already know the first place I will turn to for my decor needs for the mini makeover, and it's our favorite place to shop for home goods, and that is Article. So if shopping for home decor stresses you out, I can understand. It's not always an enjoyable process, but thanks to Article, things are different. Every step of the way is seamless, efficient, and dare I say, very fun. I think it's very fun. Starting at the top with the browsing experience, Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online, which means instead of aimlessly clicking through hundreds, yeah, sometimes there's hundreds of pages on sites. You're like, I'm looking for the perfect couch, but I'm not willing to spend nine hours clicking through this website. No, instead... You have a curated selection of styles because the team at Article focuses on just a few modern design aesthetics, makes it super easy to browse and find pieces that pair well together and complete your space. Okay, and that's just the browsing. It only gets better. Most furniture stores have crazy shipping rates, even crazier uh, waiting times. Uh, We're talking 12 or more weeks, by the way. A long time to wait. At Article, shipping is super fast and free on orders over $999. And the best part of it all, 
the prices, okay? Because Article takes out the middleman and sells directly to you, they're able to cut costs and pass those savings directly on to their customers. Um, You can expect to save up to 30% over traditional retail prices, on high quality furniture broads. This is amazing. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So just go to article.com slash chatty. The discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Becca, there is there was this is this week is what the fuck happened last week. That's what this episode will be called because you and I were on death's door and Bachelor Nation basically imploded. At like, least my at least my personal life isn't in chaos. I mean, God. I mean, honestly, same. I I'll I'll <laughs> take a I'll take a week of pain and have the personal life intact at this moment. I'm okay with that. Oh yeah, I'm fine. If anything. My mom and I talked on the phone for like three hours. It was great. Oh, I was lovely. like, yeah, that's lovely. Was happy about that. So anyway, um, um, yeah. So <laughs> should we do a little, Should we do yeah. a little transition? Can I tell you my my Tyler dream very quickly and transition oh, yes. into Tyler news? So yes. basically, I had a horrific fever dream where in my fever dream, Tyler, Cameron, like me and my whole family were at some event and there were bachelor people there in my dream and I bump into Tyler Cameron and he's acting real weird with me like mm-hmm. I was like he's really coming on to me so <laughs> I'm at dinner with Evan and my mom who was there to babysit Ember and I go Evan I'm like I don't mean to be like weird but I'm like I think Tyler Cameron I saw him today and he was like hitting on me like very obviously and Evan goes Okay, I didn't want to be weird either, but I ran into Tyler Cameron and he was totally hitting on me too. (laughs) And then my mom is at the table and she's like, okay, everybody, I also ran into Tyler Cameron. She's like, all right, I don't want to get crazy right now, but Tyler wants to fuck our whole family. Cut to us all. There was this like giant uh, uh, drive-in movie that all of us were there, Bachelor people, everyone else who was there was watching and Tyler comes and like lays like next to the three of us my family like just like this hot lay down you know just thanksgiving style platter yes takes his shirt off and is like hey everybody and is like hitting on all three of us and trying to have sex with all of us and i was like no no make it stop (laughs) i was just in the hell and i woke up (sighs) dripping in sweat it was so uncomfortable and it was it was the worst it was the worst ever <laughs> and i woke up from my deep pain med dream just like oh, Cameron. Oh, God. <laughs> and i open my phone and i swear to god i open my phone to news because i was like in the middle of the night it freaked me out i hated it and i just opened my instagram immediately <laughs> I opened my phone to Hannah Brown T from her book about Tyler Cameron. I saw this headline. I didn't actually read it. So please tell me. Okay. So basically what happened was, you know how uh, after after the final rose on Hannah's season, Tyler and Hannah were spotted like leaving yeah, her that. apartment or whatever. Yeah. Apparently that night... They went back to her place. They started to hook up and it like almost got to sex. And then Tyler was like, hey, I want to slow down and be respectful. Then they kept talking and they snuggled and they slept in the same bed and they had a whole thing. 
the next day he left and then he called her the day after and was like, hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Like we're um, we, we were into each other, but like we're also seeing other people. And she's like, well, from my perspective, I just got off a show where I dated 30 guys. So what I'm looking for is kind of just to explore one relationship. So I'm not seeing anybody else right now. And I'd like to see you more. And he's like, "Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hung up, never called her back. (laughs) She saw via headlines that he was dating Gigi Hadid like 48 hours later, dude. (laughs) so straight up she found out when the world found out about Gigi Hadid which then makes sense they're they've had these like videos that they've done together post quarantine crew where she was like I hated Tyler and her whole thing was like okay yeah it hurt that he started to see someone but it was more the fact that he literally called was like are we on the same page didn't let me know that he didn't agree and then just was like just ghosted her oh so she's dealing with that fuck boy from her season then cut to pilot pete who the follow-up after what i told you on the podcast about them hooking up we found out more about the story the details of it are that they were at hannah and dylan's engagement party or something like that they went they started to hook up they went back to his house, which his house is Barb no and <laughs> Peter Sr.'s house. No way. So apparently Hannah said she walked in and Barb was awake and Pete just went up to his bedroom to fall asleep and she got stuck talking to Barb with probably makeup all over her face for making out for however long. Then she snuck into Peter's room. They had sex. And then the next morning, he left $100 for her Uber because he had to leave to go uh, fly a plane. (laughs) And she had to come down with her dress and her heels and awkwardly talk to Peter Sr. as he drank his morning coffee while she waited for her Uber. I'm sure that's a normal occurrence. You know that they're like, ah, it's just Tuesday. (laughs) I was going to say... I'm sure it was weird for her. I'm sure they're just like, oh, you know, (laughs) lovely girl. She seems sweet. Happy to see you guys again uh, together again, Peter. More limelight. This really actually sheds light on Sweetnums because I think Sweetnums hated Maddie because because she was a threat to Pete, which like we said, she was a threat to Peter's lifestyle. But the real reason she likes Peter's lifestyle is because she gets to just chat with the girls all the time. New ones. That's true. Sweetums is just, she's a butterfly and she wants to flutter around. She wants to meet the cute new girls. What's the popular? See what's hot. What's hot? What's happening? (laughs) Let's talk a little sex. What's new these days? (laughs) You girls keep me young. Yeah, full mean girls mom (laughs) moment. She's just doing her thing. And Pete, that's how she, she just brings him home and he goes straight up to his bed. Well, apparently then after that night... Hannah goes back to her place. She gets called a day later from Peter. And Peter goes, it was great connecting. Really great seeing you the other night. So I wanted to talk to you about this girl, Maddie, and get your opinion. I'm having these feelings for her again. And Hannah's like, (laughs) so, so Hannah Brown 
chooses Jed, who has a girlfriend, breaks off the engagement, tries to connect with Tyler Cameron, casually hooks up, then finds out via the internet, she thinks they're kind of dating, finds out he's dating a supermodel. And then she ends up hooking up with Peter, the third runner-up, and then he calls her the next girl. day about another girl. girl. And I'm like, dude, this is a rough road. Like, that girl. is a rough go. And they all were fuckboys. Granted, Peter's the one, only one that I like, but they're all fuckboys. <laughs> oh, my. What do you think about these tell-all books? Um, I honestly, I really can't stand them in general. <laughs> I just feel like... It's just I also feel like you're opening up such a slippery uh, such a slippery road, you know, like I think like I'm I'm like if I ever wrote like and revealed all these things about these different people I'd want want to reveal. It's not like I'm an angel. That's the thing. It's like I would be I don't like them because I feel like they immediately make the other people in your life have to write another tell-all book, which is just too much work. Because <laughs> you're like, there's two sides to to most yeah. stories, okay? Especially when we're not we're talking about a situation that's just like, it, there was nothing, you know. There's a lot that is usually not communicated when it comes to feelings on both sides. For sure, for sure. And so my thing is, I, I did walk away though with Hannah's being like, okay, so Jed wanted to be famous. Tyler can't communicate and wanted to be famous. So he, you know, hooks up with Hannah, finds Gigi, and instead of, and he's too cowardly to communicate and say, I actually do not want to be in a relationship with you. Uh, but Peter really is the. <laughs> Peter just wants to party, you know? Peter wants He's to party. Like, Peter hooked up with Hannah, and then the next day he was like, hey, we're good to go, right? I got to talk to you about Maddie. So Peter just Which is parties. so pure. It's, yeah. you know, it's like we said, he is, it's so, he's so pure in a way. He's so... Um, he's just like, I thought we were like on the same wavelength, like we're just hooking up, having sex, and now we're buds. This, now this we're man, friends. <laughs> this man, you have to spell out in writing how you see things with him to make sure that he understands if you are going down that, that it's route. It's true, but I don't feel like what I'm getting from Peter, what the vibe I don't get from Peter is the ghosting vibe. And for that, <laughs> I appreciate it. In fact, if anything, you're like, Peter, you're giving me too much information. We've already broken up and you're calling me to just chat about the new girls that you're sleeping with like that's the energy i get from him and i'm like peter we broke up two years ago you don't have to call me and tell me about all your new your current women i'm good and you don't have to go to such into such detail (laughs) also you know a segue peter yes he ended up dating someone that was let go previously in his season which brings us to some other major headlines in Bachelor news this past week, which is major headlines. So there's a couple breakups and a new relationship. Um, let's just get I was going to transition into the Katie and John thing, but first, let's just get Tasha and Zach out of the way. They're broken up. Obviously, I'm I'm that's that was the one that's the most devastating for mm. me because, you know, we it was it was potentially the most beautiful engagement I've ever seen on the show. Um, I, lo- pro- I loved their Yeah, I love. I mean, you and together. I, we wept. Yeah, you and I, we, we wept. And I, Tasha's my I think it's still us. It's my favorite season. I, I loved 
the guys. I love Tasha, And so I was devastated um, to hear that. We had, you know, there had been rumors numerous months ago that maybe they were bro- broken up. But I w- I'll say this. I've just been seeing since Tasha and Zach's bro- breakup, speaking of like tell-alls, just a million theories. I know. It's uh, it's like shut up. They broke and, uh, up. Leave it I alone. There's nothing there's nothing leading anything in any particular direction. My thing always with the breakups and this might sound so boring to people cut to me talking about my opinion about the Katie John Blake situation, <laughs> which is then <laughs> I have in-depth feelings about, but um but in general Unless there's a breakup where one of the parties or both come forward and are like wanting to talk openly about what happened for Bachelor Nation or just in in fame when it comes to famous people in general, I don't like the whole like let's theorize what like I don't know. I, I'm always kind of like if they didn't put anything out there like they they didn't pull a Claire where they're tagging people in photos and dropping these like breadcrumbs about like oh God, try yeah. to figure out. Now in that case, it's like, okay, now everyone's that person's kind of opening the gates to exactly. be like, see what happened. But when it's a Tasha Zach situation where it's like, hey, you know, they had, she had like one of her like publicists just be like, they're no longer together and they didn't even post about it. I'm a little bit like, hey, I'm not going to sit here and and break down things that I've heard from either side or whatever. It's just like, ugh, dude, it's it sucks. People are hurting. It blows. And that's how I felt initially about the Katie Blake breakup, too. You and I barely covered it because it was like they both posted the same statement. Yeah. It was kind about each other. They were both still following each other and liking each other's stuff. And it was like, it sucks, Maybe they just were different people. Maybe the distance was tough. Either way, it just sucks. And sometimes breakups happen and it hurts. And I've I'm not had sit there and like I yeah. pretty much every breakup I've ever had has been really no major drama, no tea behind it. <laughs> no, usually it's one person being like, this isn't working for me for whatever reason. And usually it's a pretty mundane I've relatively had, mundane yeah, reason. I've had one breakup because of tea. Other than that, nothing. All <laughs> boring breakups. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's also weird. I, I, I find it weird when people start doing the, granted, of course, when there's like, cheat, you know, hints of cheating involved. Of course, that kind of, of thing. course. But aside from that, I just don't like when people start picking sides either, you know, and it's like, well, no. I, it was seeming like Zach was the, it's just, it know. was, it's a little bit like we have no idea what's happening on either side. Like, and again, if all of a sudden Tasha comes out and makes a statement, like that's a different story, right? And we're, then we're having a conversation about, okay, like, okay, they're putting it out there. What happened? Blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Okay. It's like we, no one has any idea what went down in, in their situation. Maybe no. it was a sweet, cordial breakup. Maybe it was a terrible one. I don't know. I don't okay. know because they yeah. didn't say anything. Now. now, someone opening up their stuff to speculation. Let's talk about Katie John Blake. Okay, first of all, I want to know your opinion about the 12 days of messy that she did. I didn't get that. I didn't see the... What was that? I didn't get it. I know that it ended in showing them together. What was the 10 okay, days so, before? And I didn't get the tw- I didn't get the Taylor Swift reference. I, I, I don't... 
Okay, so basically what happened was Taylor Swift, Swift was dropping, you know, the red, the redone red album. Yeah, and, yeah, And yeah. everyone was freaking out about yeah, it, right? Yeah, So, So Katie was like, maybe I'll do a crossover and I'll take like the 12 songs from whatever and be like this. I'm going to call it the 12 Days of Messy. She's like, and I'm going to assign a song every day to one of the guys from my season. So basically like... I'll put us I'll put the name of a song and like the lyrics attached to it with a guy. And she said she's like it's not it's not serious, it's fun. Okay. Everybody calm down. It's just funny and whatever. So init- like I was getting a lot of DMs from people being like I guess she lost a ton of followers when she was doing this and people are like girl they were giving her shit. They were like girl get over it like your season's done, like, you know, hang it up. And I'm like, I have no problem with someone <laughs> trying to continue to optimize on the li- the limelight that they had. <laughs> and I'm like, if it's all fun and games, I'm for it. I thought it was funny. The first one she drops is we are never, ever getting back together. And she assigns that to Blake. Okay, this is, okay, this is where I'm just like, yeah, it's all fun, but like, Ooh. why? This is no the Blake thing. At first, when she gave it to Blake, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I'm like, knowing how, like how they both are, I'm like, it must they must be laughing about it. They yeah. probably get a million DMs a day, being like, "Are you guys gonna get back yeah, together?" Yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. And it's like, no, we're done, whatever. And so I'm like, maybe it was mutual. She also never gave Greg a song, which then also led me to believe that this was just for fun. Because she's not going to she's not going to make it serious and take it there by giving Greg like a heavy handed song about Uh her feelings, which I was like, so clearly the stuff that happened with Greg is real and painful. Mm. So it's all just fun. So that's that that then made me think, oh, the Blake thing is like kind of mutual they're joking around whatever which i don't think it was now that i've seen him interviewed i think that the 12 days of messy really messed up like and it was very painful that's what it sounded like so so it started out with him and then it ended on the 12th day with what what was the song so um the 11th day was no one and it was then a hint that there is someone that was coming, that she was dating somebody. Of course, then everyone was like, it's John. She's always with John. And then the 12th day was the song Begin Again. And uh, it was with John. Who, okay. who, if you don't know Broads, John left like episode two or three in Katie's season. And then they became like, she moved to San Diego and they were like best, best friends. They're always together. Um, and people were always like, are you guys into each other? And she was constantly posting like, this is my bestie, Johnny single slide into the DMS. Like it never, I know people would always theorize, but I'm very much like one who's like, we yeah. can have male, yeah, yeah, female yeah. friendships. I'm like, they, they always seem to me very just like buddy, buddy. Like I did not get that, other, that energy from them. Okay. I, and I'm sure you saw the timeline too on Bachelor Data where it was like the exact timeline of the breakup and them getting together. And then of course, Blake said in a in a, an interview, like I felt like there was emotional cheating. Yeah. John came forward with a notes app statement saying that there you know, was absolutely no cheating. Uh-huh. 
Um, here's my thing. Lay it on me, queen. I just sort of feel like I know people get really excited to like share their love. I felt like it was in poor taste to do it in that format with like this big reveal at the end of the 12 days of messy. It's just like, okay, well, that's just kind of, I mean, there's not, that's not an objective right or wrong though. I, so whatever, but, um, no, but you felt like I I'm on, I'm on a very similar, I just felt like that was an odd choice. And I also wondered if like Blake already knew that, which obviously she doesn't have to tell him, but like, he had no idea. He found out when we all found out. Which, okay, I know it's an ex, but like under the circumstances, having John been a, like having been a friend and then them getting together so quickly after and like the public, the publicness of everything seems like it would just be the polite and right thing to do to let that person know. And furthermore, I know you're excited about your love, but what I say is like kind of the kinder thing to do is just keep it on the DL and fucking announce it three months later. My thing is it's like the, the one part I get is that she is a public figure. So when she's seen out and about, people are going to be taking photos. Sure. And it's like, I get you then wanting to have, to sure. be able to be outside loving on your new partner. So I get announcing it or like posting about it maybe. But yeah, to the level, like the the level that it was, it was also a video that was used where Blake was in the plane when she had filmed that video of John... So that was painful. And then not having contacted Blake, like you said, I know it's an ex, so it's not like technically owed, but because of the public nature of everything, and it had been only like a few weeks since the breakup. Very short amount of time. And wouldn't you want to clear up with them too? Like, you know, like he said, I felt like there was emotional cheating if you're going to go with this person. Like, Yeah, especially if you're going to go clear all that up. You know that this person too is going to be going on on interviews and doing all this. And it's like, I just want to make sure that, you know, for your heart and also when for, I would selfishly be like, when you're talking about this with other people, I, my thought was, um, my it's thought, like, whatever they're already there. I was just thinking yeah. like, they're already friends. They could be out in public together. Just maybe hold off on the PDA for like six to eight weeks. You already did that with the fucking bachelor. Like, Anyway, continue what you're going to say. <laughs> no, I, I just like, so everyone, you know, obviously Blake was like, there had to have been emotional cheating, which I totally understand. And then he had a statement afterwards where he was like, I don't know, maybe it's, it was my fault that I didn't give her enough emotionally and whatever. And obviously he's hurting when he's processing all this stuff. Um, By the way, people are saying like they're spotting him at bars and I guess he's getting blown up by people just like sending him stuff about her and John. And it's like, please Uh. don't send that stuff to him. Apparently, he's literally like he was at a bar and people were saying everyone was walking up to him being like talking about Katie. They're like, he was so nice, but he looked so sad. It's just like, just (laughs) don't do that if you see Sweet Blake out. Like just let the man just buy him a drink and leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, or talk to him about him. Talk to Blake about animals when you see him. Talk to him about rhinos. Africa was, you know, just (laughs) don't bring up Katie at this moment. Um, but I just felt like so everyone you know was just like there must have been cheating going on. Now, as someone, when I first saw the announcement with Katie and John, 
I wasn't even, I didn't even think about Blake for a second. Sorry, Blake. But I didn't even think about Blake for a second. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm so happy for her that she found somebody and that they seem like you've been seeing how close they are for however long. And I'm someone who comes from a situation where I had my best friend in front of me for years. We never had any sort of emotional anything going on, physical anything. And then one day I looked at Evan and we both were kind of like, oh my God, I I am in love with you. Mm -hmm. Cut to us being together for 15 years. You know what I mean? And it was, there was never anything. I was best friends with Evan while I was dating someone else, vice versa for him. And we were, nothing ever happened. And I didn't even feel that way. And then literally one day there was like a switch. So everybody going like, there's no way that they could have been close. And then one day been like, we're in, like, we actually like each other. And now they're officially dating and so into each other. And it's only been a couple weeks. I had almost that exact situation happen where I was dating somebody, him and I broke up. And then I was like a few days later talking with Evan in Evan's van. And I looked at Evan and it was like, it hit me out of left field. And we both kind of had the same moment. And as soon as we told each other we liked each other, it was one to 100 because we had been best friends before. You know what I mean? It's like because you already have that foundation of best friend, all of a sudden when you go, I actually think I'm into you, like, like into you, into you. Oh, yeah. I you're don't think at there's 100. Any... Yeah. You're like, I know everything about you. We've already revealed so much. And now we get to cross that physical line. And it's just like, so I don't, I really don't, I genuinely don't think, I believe John's letter when he said that there was nothing going on. No, like, I, I mean, really it could be don't. as simple as just like one drunken night the week after they break up or yeah. even just one person having feelings and then revealing that after they break up and be sure. like, you know what? I've been into you. Sure. I So the, everybody being like, there's no way that was. And it's like, I'm actually, I am just simply i'm take blake out of the equation i'm very happy for them because i do feel like i'm always a believer in friendship foundation because it worked so well for me that i'm like good for you happy for you i really hope it works and i totally believe that there was just friendship and then boom but but (laughs) the way in which it was done if i was katie's like buddy i would have called and been like hey girl i love you and i know you're hyped but like, and you know, I love a little bit of messy, but this is going to really hurt somebody. And as far as we know, there was their breakup was simply because like he was saying they they were two different people. It wasn't like he was cheating on her and then you're kind of like, fuck you. And you're wanting to have your moment getting back. It was like, you guys just broke up because you didn't work. And now you're, there's, there's no reason to hurt this person and now just he's give just, them cushion it a little, you know, right? If yeah. you loved them, if you loved them, if presumably you still care about them to some degree, just try to break the fall for them a little bit. I I don't know. But also, yeah, there's, a, there's just also something about this like song montage and like, ah, I think what might have been appropriate if they wanted to reveal it at that moment. One, like I said, maybe just give some sort of heads up or even just. I don't know, just post a simple photo of them together and be, and write an explanation under it. Be like, yes, it's, yes, it's yes, very, yes. it's very shock surprising, but like just over the past week, something totally shifted in our friendship. And we decided that like, we want to be together in a very new and different way. And like, you know, please respect 
us as we as we work through this new part of our relationship together please respect Blake like yeah it could have been done in a way where like it's still of course it's going to be painful for your ex but it I completely agree with you it could have just been something that was way more not as like grand like grandiose that then drew all this attention to something that was really painful and then if I were them too, when John wrote that letter, so John wrote the letter to the Bachelor subreddit because everyone was like on the Bachelor subreddit theorizing about, you know, they're them cheating and da 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 da. Which again, I will stand firm. I believe in my I believe to the core of my cellular being that they were not. Because again, I've been in that situation before. Yeah, I agree. There's no reason to lie about that. And there's and and also Yeah. Or even address it. Like, there's no, like, I don't think they even would have addressed it if that was the case. But when he wrote to the Bachelor subreddit, the long letter about that nothing happened. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. It was, yeah, he wrote it to the subreddit. I'm like, just stay off there, man. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I would have, again, if I would have, if I was John's friend, I would have been like, you, you guys already made this big announcement. Now it's time to like lay low for a little while. And let this kind of fizzle out. Let Blake have his moment where he's trying to process this and talking and then just lay low. There's no need to like expand no. it into more. And I think Katie was even on the sub for a bit of time, like during, like even while the season's airing or stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, just get off. You gotta just get off. Don't don't you read would- the comment section. <laughs> Uh, don't you know it's like don't read the comment section of bachelor spare tire instagram account you know like whatever just just, just, don't yeah don't read the comments on the bachelor instagram account like that people are like just just you gotta just legit one just it's like (laughs) stay off your it's that it's already out there the episode's already out there like they they're not gonna change them just let it be but yeah i mean but I want to talk to her about it because, like I said, the second I saw it, I wasn't even thinking about Blake and I sent her a message and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you because I was just thinking I right away put it in mine and Evan's perspective. And I'm like, oh, my God, I remember that moment when it was like my best friend. I realized like how in love I was with him. Yeah. So as I saw that, I was like, so happy. I'm like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, like an hour later, I was like, oh, no, Blake. And then seeing him talk to Mike and Brian on talking it out and he was just distraught. He was, I mean, he was distraught. Like he was, and pe- like I said, people have been seeing him out and he's been seeming like he's struggling, which makes me so sad. Sweet Blake. And Emily then has come out mama moins and said like, I'm so proud of how my son's handling everything, which, Aww. you know, I don't, I know a lot of people don't like Blake, but I, you can say what you want about Blake. I felt like he went on, the podcast and I felt like he did a really good job especially considering the fact that he just was finding out about all of this like 24 hours before yeah I mean he could come with crazy receipts no and he's and he said even when he brought up the emotional cheating part he then like paused and had this moment where he was like maybe I pushed her into some of that because I wasn't there emotionally for me like she said she needed me to be and I struggle with that like there was well, emotional cheating is also a very loose definition too, right? True. So it's like he could define that as like her being a little bit like too open or a little bit like too close with her relationship with this other man. Yeah. Um. So, you know, everyone has a different definition of that too. Right. And he said he was in shock. 
He's like, of all the people, he said, when that 12th day was coming, he's like, I saw that 11th day. And he's like, I thought she was going to have the 12th day be about herself. Like she's found herself again and whatever. And he's like, John was the last person that I ever oh, thought it was going to be. Bro. He's like, when when Katie first moved to San Diego, he contacted John to bring her flowers like from Blake. They would like go on double date. He was like, John was her best friend. He's like, I never in a million years saw it coming. So he's like, you have to let me process like I'm in sh- he, I'm in shock right now. Like, I can't even believe it. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, so he could have come into that interview and been like, if I would have been Blake, I probably would have come in and I would have been hurt and I would have been a loose cannon of the mouth. And I felt like he did a really good job being like, I'm hurt. And even when he talked about the breakup, he was like, he didn't go into a lot of detail. It was like, we're two different people. And he said, I think we'd be really, really, really good best friends. He's like, we are, we have the same sense of humor. We're passionate, but we're just two different people. And once Mm. the show ended, you know, you realize that. No, good for him. Stand up guy. Oh, but yeah, I, I, it's a whole, there was a whole combustion. (laughs) Well, we got more bachelorette stuff to talk about on Thursday. Got to, got to briefly catch up about last week's episode. (laughs) This week's I can't believe we're in freaking hometowns. I know, and our I'm, top, and I'm so hyped about our I'm top ex- four. I'm excited about these hometowns. I think they're going to be good. I, I think can't they're going to be good. I can't remember the last time I liked all of the top four guys. Me like, neither. She's got an amazing top four. Me neither. I don't have anything against anyone. Shocking. No, I'm like they're they're all incredible and they they're wonderful and yeah, like you said, we'll do a brief summary of the episode on Thursday beforehand because apparently Martin makes a massive oh, yeah. ass of himself. Which oh yeah, can't wait for that. And then we still ha- uh, don't know why Clayton's the Bachelor <laughs> after he has an episode. There's some weird production stuff on that and on yeah on their end. That's for sure. Uh. No, thank you. <laughs> but all right, broads. Becca, Becca needs to go and live the life. We love you, broads. Thank you again for being patient with us as we have our own uh, health and uh, you know life <laughs> meltdowns. But we'll be back at it again Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah, we love Chad. you all. <laughs> love you, broads. Chat soon. Chat soon. <laughs>